0: We have made it through the other side of the winter. And here we are. We have flipped the calendar. It is officially spring. Whether you're experiencing that spring weather where you live or not yet, it is coming. I promise you. But we have some beautiful days in the spring. And after being cooped up inside, and even if you are a family that gets outside a lot in the winter like we do, still it's different. It is just different when you can get out in the sunshine and you don't have to get all bundled up. Maybe you can even go without any shoes and do some walking around barefoot. I actually did that the other day. Had to walk around the snow piles and threw a little bit of mud and had to wash my feet off afterwards, but still, it felt really good. But you are living in that stress between it's the end of the year and I, in quotes, should keep up with my lessons, but I also just want to get outside and get my kids outside. The struggle is so real right now. And you have that choice. You're like, do I throw it all out the window? And then at night, you'll be feeling some major guilt that you didn't keep up with your lessons and what you wanted to do. Or you could stick to your plans and be like, this is the homeschool plans I have and we have to do them every day. And then you think to yourself, how is this any different than my kids being stuck in school? that mom guilt. Wow. We're we're like an expert. You and I, we're experts at the mom guilt. We can twist most any scenario and experience and have some type of mom guilt associated with it. Let's stop. Let's stop doing that. That's a whole nother episode right there, but we can experience some mom guilt depending on whether we throw everything out the window and we just go outside and we just have a free for all for the spring, or we can experience the mom guilt of being like, I was just so heavy handed and we didn't just get out and enjoy it. So let's today talk about these beautiful spring days. How do we balance the plans that you have, which I'm not saying your plans are bad. They're probably really, really good and going to meet your vision and your goals for your family. But how do we balance that? We have beautiful days in the spring and we just want to get outside. That's what we're going to dive into today on episode 139. Let's do it. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Hey, hey, homeschool friend. Are you struggling with your homeschool in more ways and in more times than just this spring? You've got that mom guilt that we just talked about for every single scenario. When it comes to the curriculum, when it comes to the activities your kids participate in, and it comes to the amount of time that you do school. Are they behind or the big questions of socialization or should I be giving them more tests? Should I be grading all of their work? And so you are struggling in a lot more areas than just the one we're going to talk about today when it comes to like, do I ditch the plans this beautiful spring day, or do I stick to the plans? I would love to be able to see your name come through my email that you have joined Clarify Your Homeschool. I would love to see your name on that list because you know what that means? It means that I get to know you and your homeschool and your beautiful children so much more that I can just write here on this podcast. I would love the opportunity to be able to work with you and see your transformation, see you ditch that mom guilt and be so laser focused and know exactly why you are homeschooling and how you are going to accomplish the vision and the goals that you and your husband and how you are going to raise and educate these amazing children that God has blessed you with. And that's exactly what we're going to do in Clarify Your Homeschool. You can get all the details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Cannot wait to work with you. Let me tell you a little bit about my experience when I had three little kids and homeschooling and the spring would come. So I'm not really quite sure if it was the spring of our first or second year of homeschooling, but I had a realization. I was like, wait a minute, I get to create the experience that I want my children and my family to have when it comes to education. I personally wanted to be outside and I knew that my kids desperately wanted to be outside as much as possible. And I saw the benefits of all of us getting outside a lot. Now, this is like pre-internet, pre all the amazing resources and all the amazing uh, inspiration. This is pre like thousand hours outside. And I'm just, I'm so glad that God like really built this in. Maybe with my upbringing, we spent a lot of time outside as children And so I also, pre-internet, didn't have anybody to compare myself with. And so it was really just uh, building up in my my heart that like, we can do things differently. I can create an experience in the spring after these long days of being inside in the winter. And the funny thing is that I used to think in the state that we used to live in, that it was cold in the winter. And then about eight years ago, God moved us to another state where it's even more cold. And guess what? We've gotten used to it and we don't think it's that cold. (laughs) Plus it also helps when you have the proper gear when it really is that cold. But pre-internet, I didn't have anybody to compare myself to and I didn't have the social media. And so I was just had this stirring. I was like, I get to create something. And I can still recall, I can still see the picture. This is like two houses back. And over 10 years ago, and I can still picture the tree, I can still see myself bringing out uh, an old sheet, an old blanket or old quilt, and like just kind of fluffing it in the air and putting it down on the ground underneath the tree. And sitting there with my kids, they were probably my boys were probably honestly, they probably sat there for a little bit, and then started digging in the dirt nearby. But that's okay. <laughs> that's what they do. They still listened. But I just remember sitting there and doing read alouds. And I was like, wow, this is actually a lot of fun and peaceful. And we're just I'm checking some things off the list and possibly doing some things that I wouldn't have otherwise done. I might have said to myself, "Eh, I don't really have time for a read aloud, we need to get through this science project, we have to get these worksheets done. But on the beautiful day, the most important thing was for us to get outside, grab the blanket, grab a read aloud and just enjoy the weather and enjoy being together. And also enjoy a really fun book. I think this is also around (laughs) the time where we pretty much read every single book by Avi. Are you familiar with him? Um, It's spelled AVI. So if you go into your library search engine, just put AVI Avi. He has written so many books. And I think that was like that time period that year or so that we had like a major crush, (laughs) we'll say on Avi, we just well, okay, we'll say an obsession just with reading his books. And we would just go to the library and get the next one. And so I am pretty sure probably one of the books that we read sitting underneath the tree was that because when I look at the covers of those books, I'm like, it just takes me back. And you know what, I have zero regrets about doing that. So today, let's talk about how do you balance your plans for your homeschool with the spring weather that you are now experiencing. All right, I've got five tips here. You ready? Okay, number one, on Sunday, I want you to take a look at the weather forecast for the week. Now, we know (laughs) the weather forecast, sometimes you're like, especially here, like me in the winter, be like, oh, a foot of snow, we get an inch. And then they're like, oh, three inches of snow, we get like a foot and a half. So I feel like, you know, if if your husband's a weatherman, I apologize for this comment. But, or if you're a weather woman, (laughs) whatever it is, it's like the only job. That you can get wrong most of the time and still keep your job, right? <laughs> but oftentimes you, you can kind of get a, in a roundabout. You're like, okay, we're looking at some rain middle of the week, or we're looking at nice days beginning of the week and rain at the end of the week. But I think that the looking at the weather forecast helps us just to get a big overview picture of possibly what the week is going to look like. Maybe all the days look like they're going to be amazing. That gives you an idea like, okay, we have five full days here to play with. If you do Uh, traditional kind of homeschooling of Monday through Friday kind of hours and days. So take a look on Sunday at the weather forecast for the week. Number two here is I want you just to plan your week as normal. Plan as you normally do plan it out. Now, if you're in Clarify Your Homeschool, I give you an idea as to how I plan our homeschool and it has, it has stood the test of time and it's just, it works amazingly. So plan your week just like you normally do. But I want you to keep that weather forecast in your mind. But I also want you to put on your flexibility mindset. I want you to change your mind that it is okay to change plans. It is okay to not carry through with everything. It is okay not to check every box. Guess what? Everybody will live. And if you have mom guilt, stop it right now. Okay. So first is you're going to take a look at the weather forecast Second is you're going to plan your week normally, plan your curriculum, everything that you normally do. Just plan that. But you're going in, you're stepping into Monday morning with a flexible mindset. The third is here to have your goal to maintain consistency with math and reading. Okay. Those two subjects. Because really, if your child can do basic and beyond, maybe a little bit of basic math, They can build on and add more math. If your child can read, guess what? They can learn any subject in the world, (laughs) whether it's science or history or logic or grammar or everything. Everything can be learned from reading. So maintain your consistency with math and reading. Sometimes this might mean that you put off maybe some new math lessons and you just focus on doing review. So that you can fit in a little bit of time each day or most days of the week even if it's just five to ten minutes of them just working on some review and a lot of math curriculums will have review extra review sheets or maybe you just focus on doing the review part of the next lesson i know you're like wait what not do the next lesson not learn the next thing yeah go ahead skip that lesson part and just do the review part which is maybe like The second half of the lesson or something like that you can go back and do the brand new lesson no matter how you do that whether it's something online or you teach the lesson but maintain consistency with math and reading because really the world is open to them after that plus mama it will help you with your mom guilt you'll be like all right we did math (laughs) we did reading today and lots of time outside you'll be like all right that's good it was a good day i can go to sleep no mom guilt all right number four here take the lessons outdoors Nobody even says that that math and reading you're doing has to be done inside under, you know, ceiling lights and, and lamps and stuff. Or for a while we did our uh, couple of houses back, our homeschool location was in our basement. It was finished. It was amazing. But there was just two small little windows. And so basically it was just overhead lighting. And so nobody says that math has to be done there. Nobody says that reading has to be done there. Grab that blanket. You can go ahead and do those lessons outdoors. You know what other lessons you can do outside? You can do your science, whether it's exploring the world and going on nature hikes or actually taking your science book or your history book outside on that blanket and reading it. Imagine that instead of sitting inside and doing it. So take the lessons, whatever it is you have planned, because remember back, you still made your plans just like normal, but be flexible. Flexible in the fact that where and how and when you do those lessons or flexible in the fact that. You just say, you know what, we're just going to kind of do a little bit of a different approach. We're going to do our math and our reading every day. And we're going to do history on one day, then science the next day, history the next day, science, and just kind of go back and forth just so that I feel like we're moving forward because a lot of times the curriculum and the resources that we have chosen have been chosen for a reason. And we want to get through those things because we want to expose our kids to amazing ideas. So I'm not saying you have to completely ditch them, but just think about how much more fun things can be when it's outside. Now, yes, you're outside. There's different types of distractions, but not necessarily bad distractions. <laughs> Maybe the birds in the tree above uh, is a distraction. That's okay. Your kid starts talking about the birds. Well, okay, well, let's learn about it. Maybe you have a bird book inside, run in and get the bird book and lay down on the blanket and say, everybody be as still as possible. And let's watch up to the tree and let's figure out which of the birds are now if you have a toddler or a preschooler good luck with the you know being quiet <laughs> and trying to do some bird watching but still it can be fun they'll they'll be the most excited when they see a bird you can talk about the tree that you're actually sitting underneath you can observe every day maybe might not be a significant difference every single day but just over the course of the spring watching the leaves come in and fill in especially different trees that have um I, I don't know what the technical name, they're maple trees, but the little spinny things that has like the seeds in it, those are super fun, right? You kind of open them up, put them on your nose and anybody else do that as a kid and then teach your kids how to do such things. But just watching how the spring, just things come alive, watching how the grass grows, looking at the chipmunks coming out and you know who's the birds, like we talked about before, watching them make their nests. That's cool right there. And maybe that means that your science lesson maybe your you chose a book or your unit study here is about marine life and you live nowhere near the ocean and you haven't quite gotten all the way through it maybe that means you just put that aside and you actually learn about the ecosystem right there where you live right there in your backyard or at the nearby park or the nearby nature center maybe that's what you focus on you put aside the learning about sea mammals and the norwals and you say, you know what, we'll pick that up again in the fall. Nobody says we have to finish it up right now. Let's learn about where we live and right now and everything, the signs of life and things just springing back to life and things just growing in the greenness and all that kind of stuff. So the fifth thing here I want to mention is building off of that. And that is, it's okay to ditch the worksheets and the busy work And maybe you just ditch all of your plans and you go outside and play. Maybe that includes the playing, quote unquote, playing is planting a garden. How much of an amazing experience would that be? Go ahead and take out the seeds and plant them. Explain why you're planting them in a certain depth and, you know, you're um, covering them up and watering them. And maybe you are like tomato plants You're supposed to uh, put some eggshells, crushed eggshells underneath the plant when you go ahead and you plant it, you know, explaining what that adds, what type of, how does that fertilize? How does that feed the tomato plant roots? And please, please, please do not feel like you have to go and find a worksheet to go along with this. Now, Teachers Pay Teachers is an amazing site. However, you don't need a worksheet to draw the seed to draw what's going on, it's okay to just observe it. Maybe there's appropriate times to do that because you kind of want to add in that extra layer of actually drawing or writing something about it, which just helps to solidify it in your mind. But you have a, say you have a kindergartner. Your kindergartner does not need to fill out the cute free worksheet that you found online. I'm sure it's cute and it's great that it was free. I'm glad it was free because I'm going to tell you that you don't need to do it. They will be just fine with just the excitement of watching the plant which watching the seed come up and you can even plant some seeds um, just with some paper towel ta- paper towels and put them in a bag or put them in a, a clear plastic cup and put the seed like up against the wall with a wet paper towel. And you know you can look up those kinds of experiments if you don't know what I'm talking about. But letting them just watch and observe and using their words to process what they have seen is plenty. And it is no less than an education of somebody who fills out a worksheet. So if you are someone who loves worksheets and your kids love worksheets, then go ahead. But if you're someone who does not love worksheets or your kids don't love worksheets, it's okay to let it go. I give you permission right now to just go ahead and ditch the worksheets and the busy work and go out and play. Even if that play has no specific direction of educational value, we'll say, they will still be getting educational value as they're playing outside. Their education might be how to get along with their siblings, (laughs) but go ahead, plan some fun play dates at playgrounds, pack a lunch, go on hikes and go see the local uh, nature center and the pond that they have there and just watching everything come to life. And I promise you, these are the things that your kids are going to remember especially the times outside observing everything. So my kids probably remember the most from being outside watching and observing things and from Wild <laughs> I think like that was their science education. Even though I did all this amazing curriculum and spent so much time and did experiments, I think most of what they know came from Wild <laughs> I don't know. Is show still on? Probably. It's probably like on Netflix or you can stream it somewhere or on YouTube. Anyway, it's a fun show. But we are here at the close of the episode and... I want to thank you for joining me here in this episode. It has been fun to kind of think about spring and just, just the fun, the fun that we can have with our kids and the time we can bond and just getting outside and getting the sun on our skin. But mama, you've been thinking about Clarify Your Homeschool. And right now I want to invite you to join me over there. This is the perfect time. We can end the homeschool year with thinking about the upcoming homeschool year, you can kind of start to make some shifts and some changes and to look at things differently. And you know what, maybe while your kids are running around outside in the backyard, you pull up a chair and you just use your phone and you got your notebook and all your worksheets and stuff for clarify your homeschool. And you just sit there and you go ahead and you go through the lessons and enjoy just Listening and watching them play, and you are pouring into your children without, <laughs> without them even knowing it. So you can find out more details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But happy spring, mama! Let's let's enjoy this time of the year. Let's ditch the mom guilt and let's uh, take off our shoes also, and let's run around the backyard too. All right. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time.